Okay, he's too stupid to talk and too ugly to eat. Given a piece of his mind to so many people, it's a wonder there's a mind left. It's Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World. Here we are. We're starting our second week in our coronavirus pandemic and safe distancing and self-isolating and uh, whatever else you got to do. So far, I have not put on a pair of shoes in eight days. Okay. Okay. I haven't even gotten out of the house. My car still sitting in the garage, you know, full tank of gas. And I'm doing all my radio work all remotely. I'm, you know, the scary thing about this is I'm actually starting to like it, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, we're going to have another cyber church. You know, it's kind of funny. You know, I haven't heard any pastors so far complaining that their congregation is spending spending too much time on Facebook. You know, you ever think about that? Yeah, this uh, yeah, this has been kind of a a crazy week, crazy month for that matter. You know, and there's been plenty of Corona crazies out there too. Not to mention some right here in my home state of good old Pennsylvania. There's a woman actually here in PA that's facing charges after she walked into a grocery store and intentionally coughed on the meat and produce. The store had to toss out $35,000 worth of food because of it. That's like the cost of a new car. Yeah, you probably saw that. And then there's a woman over across the pond in England went grocery shopping in a big plastic Zorb ball. Have you ever seen that? Looks like that it may have been a big YouTube stunt, though. Cops in Spain had to break up an orgy the other night now the participants are facing fines and a few had drugs on them. <clears throat> of course they did. Mexican protesters shut down a border crossing in Arizona because they're worried about too many Americans flooding the border. <laughs> well, well, well. And then there's an eight-year-old that wrote about homeschooling in his journal and his mom shared it online. Quote, my mom's getting stressed out. She's really getting confused. We took a break so she can figure this stuff out. And I'm telling you, it's not going good. That's from an eight-year-old. Then there's this German bakery. It's been making cakes shaped like toilet paper, and they're really popular. So even toilet paper cakes are selling out. And a donut shop up in Rochester, New York, put, on, uh, put an edible picture of Dr. Anthony Fauci on some donuts, which are now selling like crazy. He's becoming quite the hero, by the way. Look him up if you don't know who he is. And lots of people are cutting their own hair. And the results, well, not turning out very well. You should have practiced, see, when you were in second grade. The family in South Korea, that that family went viral in 2017 when the little girl uh, interpreted her dad's interview on the BBC, just gave another interview on social distancing. Yeah. And um, then we've also got five pandemic villains that are making things worse for the rest of us. And I'm sure we can pick any five. 
Some other insanity going on. Divorce rates are skyrocketing from couples that are spending too much quality time together. Some divorce attorneys say that they've seen a 50% rise in calls from potential clients. And so many people in New York City have been trying to adopt cats and dogs over the past few weeks. The shelters are running out. Well, they've always wanted people to do it. Now what? And some narc in Illinois calls the cops on an adult video store that was offering curbside pickup during the stay-at-home order. The business was deemed non-essential, and the manager agreed to shut it down. Weak, weak, weak. You know? Uh, well, actually, they, we just found out today that our county here in Central PA has got now a stay-at-home stay-at-home order. Oh, lovely! Then there's this 19-year-old woman is uh, in the UK spending her time in quarantine, calling all of her exes to see what went wrong, and she's sharing the results. And a guy in Spain disguises himself as a dog so he could go out of his house without being fined. A guy in Mexico who was actually self-isolating attaches a note and some money to his pet chihuahua on his collar and sends him to the store for Cheetos. And it actually worked. And do you know how to spell quarantine? Yeah, well, some folks in Mississippi didn't. They're calling it quarantine, like C-O-R-N-T-E-E-N. I'm in quarantine. Probably out in the cornfield, probably. A guy in the Maldives was arrested for leaving a resort to swim to another resort to get cigarettes. And a 75-year-old man shopping during the senior shopping hours at Publix Grocery Store down in Florida tells a reporter, quote, I only get what I need, and I don't know what you need and why you need all that toilet paper unless you have a really big butt. <laughs> People are looking... To actually try to, uh, or actually looking out there for food to get them through these difficult times and not necessarily the healthy stuff either. Comfort foods like Oreos, mac and cheese are selling out. Things like, well, kale or not. Can't say I blame that. A dog in the UK was so excited that his owner was home all the time. He actually sprained his tail from wagging it so much. And the guy in Brooklyn, New York, used a drone to deliver his phone number to a woman he saw across the street, and she wound up texting him. While a store in Denmark has figured out a way to stop hand sanitizer hoarding, and I think they should do this here in this country, your first bottle costs $5.75, additional bottles, 143 bucks. I think they should try that with toilet paper, too. New York City issued a coronavirus safe sex guidelines, believe it or not, which strongly encourages self-pleasuring and warns against putting your mouth in the filthiest of places. They actually had to do this in New York City. And all of the online teaching and video conferences going on has led to some pretty embarrassing moments. My favorite was one teacher who was trying to do her class on video, you know, the Zoom thing, while her husband, also who is home, uh, comes prancing into the room wearing nothing but a shirt and fruit of the looms. And she's waving him to go back away. I'm sure that was the most attentive class online. And a woman gives birth at a Walmart in Missouri in the toilet paper aisle. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and everyone's, speaking of Zoom, everyone's getting familiar with Zoom. I've I've got Zoom now because that's how we stay in touch with our kids' school. My kids got Zoom. My wife's got Zoom. She's teaching classes on Zoom. Um, I mean, they're doing, you know, everything on Zoom. 
lots of people working from home. I'm working from home. I've learned what I told you, you know, in another podcast, what VPN is and FTP. I've been doing all of that. All these video chat meetings are more common than ever. In fact, I just found out here today, Facebook is changing their live uh, stream uh, format so that you do not have to have a Facebook account in order to watch a Facebook live broadcast. And so, you know, all this video chatting and meetings online, virtual meetings, remote meetings, they're having school board meetings and county commissioners meetings and all of this all online. You know, it can really get in the way of the biggest work from home perk. You know what I'm saying? All of this stuff. And that is doing it all full frontal nudity. According to a new survey, 12% of the people say they've kept their videos switched off during a chat because they were naked. Of course, I'm not telling you what I'm wearing now and or maybe what I'm not wearing. So do some not exactly accurate, but very entertaining math. Just figure this out. Do some of this. If one of your coworkers has their video off, there just might be a one in eight shot. It's because they're sitting there buck naked. The survey also found 44% of people have dressed more professionally, specifically because of the video meeting, and 16% have actually gone and rearranged their house so the background looks better. And, oh, 11% of the folks have actually spotted something unprofessional or even inappropriate in the background during a video conference. So, you know, it's changing the whole way people are behaving. Not to mention all the other self-quarantining and you know practicing safe distances. You see the news conferences where the reporters are all spread out like six feet apart from each other and all this kind of thing. For a lot of happy couples staying at home all day, every day, you'd think that'd be great, but you really don't know now if that other person is viral until you get past that 14-day social distancing is complete, you know? So, you know, you want to invite somebody in, but you don't know, okay, they're, they're, they may be negative now, but what about 14 days later? Before this whole coronavirus thing went um, viral, well, my wife and I had set up or was actually invited out to a dinner date with my pastor and his wife. We were going to go out to a restaurant. Well, now that our Pennsylvania governor has shut down the dine-in eating at public restaurants to restrict the spread of the COVID-19 virus, we still wanted to have dinner with them. So we just ordered some takeout from the restaurant. And my wife made a very nice dessert. And so they 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 both come over to our house. And, you know, no, we were all perfectly healthy. I mean, I haven't gone anywhere. So we, even though we were all perfectly healthy, my own pastor wouldn't even shake my hand. Can you believe we, we bumped elbows? I mean, it's like suddenly now the new theme song for everybody is the, the kind of like the, the, the old Doors song, you know, Don't Touch Me. me, babe. Please keep your hands off of your face. Where is that disinfectant spray? I hope this blows over by May. Where is that disinfectant spray? I'm gonna love you when the virus is contained. Keep two yards at all times between you and I. I, I mean, you know, I, I know that 
this whole don't touch me stuff is getting a little out of hand. But I think by the time that we get through all this stuff, they're saying now it's going to be May, maybe June, that we're going to, we're going to all just need to get together for one big, huge group hug, you know? So, I mean, people that don't like hugs, you're probably loving it. <clears throat> but folks that are huggers, they're starving, you know? <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Well, don't worry. It only gets better from here. There's just so many other great um, stories from the annals of stupidity. I can't wait to share them. Still coming up. I'm open to talking about anything, but love talking about surviving and the stupidity that is always around us. And if you're insane enough to ask, I'm always insane enough to reply. I'd love to hear from you either by leaving a voice message or a written message. And you can do that at podcast.insaneericlane.com. Leave any comment that you have from a podcast or a question you might have, and I'll be happy to address either one. Your question or comment might even just be played and or talked about in a future podcast and if you are someone you know would actually like to join in on a podcast you're more than welcome to participate and if you have that anchor app on your phone you can do just that it's as simple as a phone call download the app at your favorite app store and add our podcast my podcast to your favorites you can also email me with comments and questions, requests at shoutout at insaneericlane.com. That's insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E.com. Of course, you should certainly subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If you listen to it on Apple, Breaker, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, or Spotify. And of course, don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Insane Eric Lane. That's insane, E-R-I-K. L-A-N-E. A robber trying to hide from the cops in a dumpster. Okay. Then he gets caught when he's dumped into a garbage truck. Happened around one, about 430 in the morning. Three people in Beaver, Utah, tried to break into this elderly couple's home by kicking down the door. And ultimately, they couldn't get through. And they took off when the cops got there. So caught two of them pretty quickly. A 23-year-old, Braden Bowler, or maybe Bowler, and 18-year-old Sandra Arzola. Now, the third person, 21-year-old guy named Ronaldo Alvarez, took off running and managed to get away. Turns out he hid in a dumpster. And that might have been able to, you know, he could have ride it out there for a while. Had not a garbage truck come around, up the dumpster and emptied it. The garbage truck, uh, or the driver, pulled over when he heard pounding coming from the back of his truck. You know, get out of here! When he stops, Ronaldo jumps out. Yeah. Uh, that, that's almost as good as, you know, having having locked in a porta potty and having it turned over, okay? The cops did find him nearby, arrested him. Now they're all facing charges of burglary, drug possession, and more. Probably had to have a little sanitation going on there, too. But now here's one, though, that uh, no matter what's going on in the world, sometimes Florida still just needs to be Florida. Okay? I have a nephew in Florida. I have two nephews in Florida. Thankfully, this it hasn't rubbed off on them yet. But late on Sunday night, the cops in Clearwater, Florida, get a call about a fight in the parking lot of a mall. And when they get there, they find a couple, quote, naked 
within the car and wrestling with each other. <laughs> you just don't see stuff like this unless you're in Florida. So the cops separate them and question them to find out, what are you doing? Well, the couple you see had been together for six months and they'd been drinking. Of course they've been drinking. They decided to have sex in the car. And afterwards, the woman went outside to the, the car to pee. And so she uses a napkin to dab herself off. Then she, quote, accidentally threw the napkin on her boyfriend. And then the fight started. <laughs> okay. The cops determined the guy started the fight, even though it was his response to the pee napkin. So 21-year-old Robert Janice was arrested for domestic battery. Oh, boy. Okay. Let me step up on my soapbox now about pronouncing things, okay? First off, there was a recent survey about people on various foods, how they pronounce them. And here are some, here's eight examples. So let's just see if you're, where you stand and how they're pronounced, okay? Well, you've got C-A-R-A-M-E-L. Is it caramel or caramel? Well, 65% folks say caramel. Then there's B-A-G-E-L. Is it bagel or bagel? 9% of us call it bagel. What planet are you from? How about this one? S-A-L-M-O-N. Is it salmon or salmon? Well, 19% of us pronounce the L. And what about P-E-C-A-N? Um, is it pecan or pecan? Well, the winner is pecan. 68%. My dad always calls them not pecans, but buckons with a B. Bacon. Want some bacons? How about this one with, uh, well, J-A-L-A-P-E-N-Y-O. Is it jalapeno? Jalapeno. Well, that one's closer than what I thought. 40% said jalapeno. And then there is the one for coffee drinkers, E-S-P-R-E-S-S-O. I've heard this talked about and seen this talked about a lot. People commenting on social media. Is it espresso? Or espresso. Well, 16% call it espresso, even though you're wrong. It's not what it is. Or C R A P E. Crepe or crepe. Well, 64% pronounce the Y hard, like crepe, not a crepe. My wife, by the way, I go, when I go to a movie, I go to a theater. We're going down. Let's go see a movie down at the theater. Okay? No, no. It's not a theater for her. It's theater. We're going to go to the movie to the theater. Really. Here's another one, especially for the Western Pennsylvania folks. Okay? When you think about a man by the name of Andrew Carnegie, is it Carnegie or Carnegie? Is it the Dale Carnegie course or the Dale Carnegie course? And then syrup or syrup. That's a tie. 50%. Okay. But this is the one that really grinds my gears. Have you noticed people not pronouncing their T's? I just heard this this week. And what's even worse, I'm hearing it in professional journalism. I just want to throw up. Every time I hear it, I'm like, 
Were you born with no cleft palate? Okay, it's dropping the T in words. You know, words like kitten and wouldn't and important and normal speech patterns. There's a name for it, even. There really is. Somebody has come up with a name for it. It's called T-glottalization. T-glottalization. Now, this is from the website called Quick and Dirty Tips. They covered this T-glottalization. It occurs when a speaker swallows the T sound in a word rather than speaking it aloud. And boy, do some of them swallow hard. Okay? We hear it when words like kitten and water are pronounced like kitten and water. Oh, my gosh. Okay? It's, it's going to be better... Oh, tecolatization tends to be more noticeable, obviously, when it happens in the middle of the word. For example, a hallmark of British Cockney speech is dropping the T's in the middle of words. Instead of getting a bottle of water, you get into the door like this, and you do the D's as well. Oh, we're going to waiting for a letter. Okay. Well, there was a study in the Journal of American Speech examining the dialect of Vermonters. Noted that some traditional pronunciations were disappearing, like kiao, kiao for cow. That's, a, that's kind of declining. Of course, I've heard people call keller for color. What's, what keller is that? What? Okay, T's, though, are increasing. The researchers spotted in the pronunciation of mountain for mountain or Vermont instead of Vermont. So the answer to the biggest question of all, why are people dropping their T's? Well, I have a disappointing answer. Nobody really knows. But I think I do. People are becoming increasingly more stupid. That's why. Please stop swallowing your T's. <laughs> okay. People around the world are also being told to stay home. We're being told to stay home. We just got the word today. Our local county. Stay at home due to the novel coronavirus pandemic and only leave to do essential things like grocery shopping. Some are relying on others for help. And one guy who really wanted Cheetos decided to send his dog for them. And his name was Antonio Munoz from Mexico. Three days into his self-isolation, when he attacked, attached a note and some money to his pet Chihuahua's collar and sent him to the store. The note translated in English says, Hello, Mr. Shopkeeper. Please sell my dog some Cheetos, the orange kind, not the red ones. They're too hot. She has $20 attached to her collar. Warning, she will bite if not treated right. Your front neighbor. The dog somehow managed to return with the snack. And Antonio caught the dog's return on video and posted the, post the footage to Facebook. How do you like that? Mexican dogs are doing the jobs American dogs refuse to do. Can you imagine that? Hmm. Cheetos, served in a bag covered with dog slobber. Sounds delicious to me. I don't know. Well, this one got pretty close to home. I used to live in Elk County, Pennsylvania. Well, one man in Elk County, Pennsylvania made the national news. He didn't have the um, <clears throat> balls, so he robbed his parents of theirs. State police out of Ridgeway, Pennsylvania. Charges a, They filed charges against a Degas Mines, Pennsylvania man. He allegedly broke into his parents' home while they were in Florida. The incident happened just before, eh, like, 11 o'clock in the morning. 43-year-old Michael Knepp 
was advised to stay off his parents' property while they were in Florida. Police said that Nepp stole frozen meatballs and chocolate chips. Now he's facing charges for burglary, criminal trespassing, theft, and receiving stolen property. I just can't believe this 43-year-old still relies on his parents for food. I mean, come on, he's not even a millennial. It's not too often you see a news story about frozen balls, you know. Of course, I would have thought it might have been about Bill Clinton visiting an Alaskan strip club. I don't know. Anyway, this Pawn star should probably run for office. A man accused of stealing thousands of respirator masks from my Portland business was arrested on Saturday um, this past week. Some of the stolen masks have been recovered and returned to the victim, who police say immediately donated those return masks to local hospitals to help with the coronavirus outbreak. Now, about what police are saying, the 20 to 25 cases of these N95 respirator masks were stolen Friday from the rebuilding center located in Portland. Each one had about 400 masks. Each case had 400 masks. The total loss was about 2,500 bucks. The victim noticed an ad on Craigslist on Saturday for what she believed were the stolen masks. Officer shows up for the meeting and arrested the suspect, a 42-year-old named Vladislav V. Drozdek of Beaverton. Okay, this is in Oregon. He's being held in the Washington County Jail facing first-degree theft. Police said further arrest and charges are, of course, possible. Trying to pawn stolen respirator masks is really low, frankly. I mean, he'll be in jail for a while, but, you know, then he'll probably star in a new show called The Mask Singer, right? Oh, I'm sorry, The Mask Slinger. Uh, yeah. Anybody trying to profit off of the coronavirus is a real heartless, gutless worm. Also known as a Pelosi. Okay. Oh, and here... My favorite story of all, the COVID-idiot catches coronavirus. Now, you know what a COVID-idiot is. This is the new term, the new word that's out. It's some idiot that's doing something out of the coronavirus and pandemic. It's a social media prankster. You may remember this guy who recently shared a video of himself going in uh, to um, stores and licking ice cream. Okay? He, his name is, uh, he's a 21-year-old, uh, known on social media as Lars, or Gay Sean Mendez. Okay, and, um, well, yeah, he, he uh, wow. Anyway, this guy decides he's going to take a coronavirus challenge. He has a video of himself licking a public toilet during a pandemic. And now it turns out the joke's on him, because now he's tested positive for COVID-19. He's seen in this TikTok video running his tongue across a public toilet seat as part of the social media coronavirus challenge. Yeah, he then tweeted later he contracted the virus and he's in the hospital. By the way, the tweet has now since been deleted. Now, that's what I call COVID karma. <laughs> COVID karma at its best. If any other moron licks the same toilet after he did, I think they should self-quarantine, frankly. I mean, young people have always done stupid things, but doesn't it seem like that they're even stupider these days? I don't know. Oh, well, anyway, I will I will say this. This guy definitely wanted to go viral. So I guess mission accomplished. Stories like this make me miss simpler times, you know, like when kids were just doing things like eating Tide Pods and snorting condoms through their nostrils. Ah, you know, I really miss the good old days. Any case, stay stupid out there, people.
Thanks for sticking it out through my stupid world. And if you're feeling a bit crazy, I hope you'll follow me on Facebook or Twitter at Insane Eric Lane. And visit InsaneEricLane.com. And if you're feeling a bit insane and want to make your own podcast, you can do it with Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast ever. The only platform where you can publish to major podcast outlets like Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music with a single tap of a button on your phone. Whether you're capturing your own voice, taking call-ins from listeners, conducting remote interviews with anyone, or broadcasting full-length songs from Apple Music or Spotify, Available today for iOS and Android, and it's 100% free, entirely mobile, and so easy to use that literally anyone can make a podcast, even me. Find out more at anchor.fm.